Love it when we get a chance to talk to really, really smart people who are making decisions and, and, and making decisions that impact a lot of people. And the next guest on the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline certainly fits that bill. He is the chief medical officer for the Allegheny Health Network. It's good to have on the program my favorite neurosurgeon, Dr. Don Whiting. Don, don't take that the wrong way, but you're the only one I know. But you clearly, I mean, even if I knew a lot, you would definitely be favorite because you were the first one I knew. <laughs> I appreciate it. Just being on the list is good for me. There you go. And again, it's a short list. We both realize that. But uh, no, in all seriousness, so I want to talk to you about the decision because uh, the, the word came down with from some of the courts that they were going to put a stay having to do with vaccine mandates for healthcare workers. And some of the systems, UPMC, Excella, both saying, you know what, because of that legal action, they were basically going to say they were not going to require that all of their employees be vaccinated against coronavirus. Allegheny Health Network has taken what stand? Well, we're, we're going to continue with the mandate. And, and really, the reason is we're not it's not for legal reasons that we think people need to get vaccinated. We just we believe in the science. The science. This is probably the most studied vaccine ever. And the basic science proved that it's very effective. And then the actual experience, the people that are coming to the hospital during this surgery, predominantly the unvaccinated people. So we know from there that it works. So. The science says that it works. We want our employees and our patients to be as safe as possible. So we think this is the right thing for them to keep them safe. And that's why we, we're going to continue with the mandate. Do you know the number right now of your employees, the percentage, I mean, within a couple of percent of, of the percentage of your employees who are vaccinated now? Yeah. So we're up to 90 percent um, of our employees that are vaccinated or have some type of accommodation. And we were at 74 when we started the the uh, mandate a week or so ago, so it's been a big surge up, and and a lot of the ones um, that still aren't vaccinated are people who are either on some type of leave, medical leave, or something like that. There's still some people that are hold out, but a lot of people are really accepting it, and I think they just were looking for the nudge to do it. So many cases have been thrown about there. Well, I, I can't get it because of this, or I have this earlier on, or, you know, I, I can't get a flu shot because I had Guillain-Barre maybe, you know, an example, but, you know, we don't really know in, in this regard, you know, the reason that people are going to be putting out there for why they want uh, an accommodation, why they want, are some of them medical and some of them religious? Are those the two biggest areas? Those are the two biggest areas. And frankly, we're getting, uh, we're having more in the religious area than in the medical area that we're accepting. Interesting. Interesting. So the percentage of those who are unvaccinated at this point, do you anticipate that there will be some who dig in and simply steadfastly say, no, I'm not going to be vaccinated regardless? That, see, that the thing with healthcare workers is I think that in this particular case, short sighted because. We know the injunction is going to get settled. The federal government's going to get what they want. So no matter what happens, they're going to end up getting vaccinated. So I think in the end, by February, everybody that works in healthcare is going to be vaccinated. I think in this particular situation, if this goes to where our deadline is, which is January, there may be people who choose not to. But but we've seen we've, we're actually not leaders in this. We're kind of in the middle of the pack. A lot of the really leading healthcare organizations truly are leading by example because they know the vaccine works. They're having their employees get vaccinated because they're leading by example. So Penn's done it, and they had less than 0.05% of people who didn't get vaccinated. Baylor's done it, similar numbers. So in Cleveland the end, Clinic, right? I think Cleveland Clinic was the same yeah. way. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's people, it's going along where people are getting vaccinated and very few are choosing not to in healthcare when it comes right down to it. So Dr. Don Whiting joining us. He is the chief medical officer at Allegheny Health Network, says that they are remaining steadfast in saying that their employees need to get the vaccine. They're doing it not for the legal reasons, but because of the science reasons, is, is what he just told us here on KDKA. Dr. Whiting, as you move forward, talking about vaccinated versus unvaccinated, I had somebody call the program earlier today, and you may or may not know the answer to this question. Of those who have died from covid do we have a number in terms of those who were vaccinated as opposed to those who were unvaccinated? Does the CDC look at those sorts of things? Have they started tracking that? Do you know if there's any sort of uh, number in that regard? Well, yeah, yeah. The, the, well, I don't know the exact number, but the overwhelming large number would be unvaccinated because up until December. There wasn't even a vaccine. Everybody, right, right. Right. So all of those were unvaccinated. And now. 85 to 90% of the people in our hospitals now are unvaccinated. So the, this year's surge, this present surge, is powered by people that are unvaccinated. They're the ones filling the hospital beds. So, so that's, that's, it is predominantly unvaccinated deaths. And, and again, for our own employees, we've had people in their 20s and 30s who work in our facilities who have passed away from, from COVID from not being vaccinated, not getting it at work, but just in the community. And it, it's, it's a young people and an older people disease. It's just, it's dangerous. One of the other things, and this will be your last question before I let you go. You said it wasn't for legal reasons. It's for the science reasons. Is it for the money reasons? Because I know that the, the federal government basically is holding that over a lot of the uh, facilities by saying Medicare, Medicaid funding, if you don't do it, you lose that. It could be 65, 70 percent in some facilities that they would lose in that funding. Does this have anything to do with dollars? Well, in fact, the injunction, injunction eliminates that, that threat right now. So we're not doing it for the dollars. We're doing it for the science, truly, and, and our own safety for our patients. But, but I think that's why the government did do that, connect the two, to drive the people from financial reasons that were hesitant to get on the bus. Well, always answer every question we put to you, and we appreciate you doing it today. Dr. Donald Whiting joining us, Chief Medical Officer at Allegheny Health Network. Don, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks, Rick. Have a great day. Yep. Always enjoy talking to him, and it's, uh, it's good to have people like that who are willing to, to come forward and say, hey, this is